dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. The core academic skill of receiving feedback. One thing I can say about myself is that I have had to practice receiving feedback. I don't think anyone finds it easy, but I have learned to practice my responses to this. In fact, I continue to practice how to respond now. Yet I know that feedback is a critical academic skill that I couldn't live without. Without feedback, I couldn't improve or develop. But equally, sometimes feedback is soul-destroying and taking it on board can be almost unfeasible. Now, I was never a natural academic. From an early age, I needed extra practice and repetition to embed my learning. From maths to spelling, I never just got it. Having to do additional practice with my mum outside of primary school was burdensome and somewhat embarrassing. No one else seemed to need the extra help, or so it seemed. No one else seemed to care about feedback that wasn't completely rosy, or so I thought, but it really bothered me. I had to have extra tuition outside of secondary school in both English literature and maths too. It felt more routine by then, but even so, it was incredibly wearisome. Even on my undergraduate university course, I was offered a bit more help by my personal tutor to get my writing up to scratch. That said, perhaps this early practice helped. It certainly made me realise that I could achieve things simply through enough determination and practice. I learnt that with continued work, I could improve myself. This is probably a really useful skill, though one I can't entirely apply in all domains of my life all the time. Sometimes when I hear someone giving me advice on how something I did could be done better, I just grit my teeth and suppress the desire to tell them to get lost. Only last week, when the external examiner on one of the modules I coordinate made a suggestion, my instinctive reaction was to roll my eyes and sigh. I mentioned the feedback to a colleague and asked if they thought it worthwhile. My colleague's immediate reaction was much more conciliatory and positive, in fact. They advocated I take on the feedback with no delay. Uh, I mean, yeah, we all agree feedback, the feedback was coming from a good place, you know, to help. But equally, the feedback can be a bit annoying. The same week, I had to have a conversation with one of my children about this too. They're finding feedback hard and getting into real trouble. After a long conversation, we've come up with our own taxonomy. Feedback that is a threat to your personhood, an insult, is not worth reacting to. Walk away and tell a responsible adult. Do not waste your energy on a bully. Feedback that is intended well but could pose a threat to face, i.e. be a bit embarrassing or frustrating or tiring. In this case, focus your energy. Try not over to react, to overreact. Breathe. It is coming from a good place and it will help. Use it. Perhaps debrief to somebody later, but use it. Finally, friendly critique. Perfectly pitched and makes you feel good. Use, use, use it. And try to keep that person in your life. I would describe receiving and giving feedback as critical academic skills. Both hard ones to acquire in terms of doing them well, but perhaps the most useful. It is the level two feedback that really needs the most practice to receive. That threat to, to self, face, sorry, threat to face. But that can be useful nevertheless. And it's the level one feedback 
the friendly critique that is given by the most skilled givers. I am hoping that I can be more level one when I speak to others, but sometimes I don't mean to be level two. This realisation also makes me realise how hard it is to give feedback. Giving feedback takes practice. I now find it helps me to remember that we're all human, even if we are academics. So be kind and keep trying. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.